Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is our round one preview. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Brenton, you got a highlight of the week past. Well, I wouldn't necessarily call them highlights, because there's a few things that you know I can bullshit about before we get into it. <laughs> so, no. No, yes, that is the short answer. Um, However. If you live in the northern suburbs, obviously in Melbourne, where we are, um, I found the most kick-ass pizza shop that... Probably the most legit pizza I've ever had in my life. I've never been to Italy, so right. obviously take that into consideration. And I've never been to pizza anywhere outside of Australia. Um, but Wolf and Swill on High Street, I had one the other night, and they were fucking amazing. Sounds like an old school English pub. Oh, exactly. It's like Wolf down your pizza and, I don't know, school your beer or some shit. Um, but yeah, so there's like less is more theory on pizza, but just good fucking ingredients. And yeah, I was really impressed. So if you didn't know this, I always hit them up. Well, since it's footy season as well, we're giving out um, pizza tips. Um, near Marvel Stadium, right? if you go down the stairs next to the subway there yep. and walk forward about another 50 metres, you'll get to an 11-inch pizza, right. which is fucking awesome. Nice. There's another pizza mob uh, right on the walkway there at Marvel Stadium at the front of the Gate 3 called Noddy Secondi. Shit, don't worry about yeah. it. Go down the stairs to 11-inch pizza. I think most of those places on the... Uh, that, promenade or whatever it is yeah pretty ordinary pretty ordinary I mean now that Juggies is closed <laughs> <laughs> poor old Juggies for, for anyone that, that missed out on the um, the marketing I guess phenomenon that was Juggies oh just like um, how rough they didn't get a Michelin star yeah. it, to be honest I missed out too because uh, looking at their Facebook page it seems like they decided uh, we want the, to copy Hooters restaurant uh, but just ignore yeah. Uh, food? <laughs> what if Hooters' budget was one-tenth of what it is? Yeah, and the girls were the labourers. <laughs> yeah. That's literally what they did. The girls oh. were the labourers. I remember oh. seeing one dish that had like a paper plate and some lettuce and like a, a shazlik. Like, yeah, if, if Nana dished that up, you go, come on, man. <laughs> Lay off the bay leaves like, before you start cooking. Nana's really dropped off, hasn't she? <laughs> yeah. um, so the other thing, yeah, I've uh, been convinced to do another round of Supercoach. Um, so with the mates' okay. teams, I was always of the per- oldest person that... Well, obviously, coming from a gambling background, I'd get players who were worth 120k and be like, "Nah, this one's going to be worth 600 pretty soon." Um, so I was always last, and my friends decided to get their league serious. So they kicked out everyone who was shit except me, just because you know I'm one of the one of the founding members. So we've got to, we've got to include you. But all right, we're well, only out in if you take it serious this year. So, so of course, I'm not going to take it serious. No, you're going to get kicked out round three. No, or? but no, I want to win, but I don't do any effort. So right. if. Anyone out there listening who's actually any good at Supercoach, just talk us up a few tips. Like, obviously, 
I mean, obviously, you've got to have your stalwarts of, um, you know, uh, Grundy, uh, Sean Gregg in the ruck, um, yeah. things like that. But. Well, I'll, I'll give you a tip. Uh, Tom Mitchell's gone down in price. I reckon he's value now. He's value? Yeah. <laughs> Brownlow, you reckon? He's, he's shaved off a few points, you know. <laughs> His average is through the roof, but yeah. Yeah, so there's some general tips on, you know, how to not be shit at Supercoach. <laughs> Send them through, because uh, I'm not keen on doing the effort, and I'm a part of two leagues now, somehow. <laughs> One's well, uh, well a Brossa Valley winemaking league. Uh, of I, I want to win some of their booze, but I don't want to put in the effort. So, yeah, maybe I'll hook you up something it's if I win that Australian one. Australian dream. Yep. Josh, you got a highlight of the week past. Uh, well, the other thing, uh, besides footy season <laughs> kicking off this week, we just saw the opening of the Formula One season, which uh, Melbourne, it, it's funny, Melbourne really uh, gets a bit polarised by Formula One. Um, people uh, who. Uh, even moderately into motorsport, tend to really enjoy the fact that it's on, even if they don't go, like they'll watch it on TV or just watch the planes they fly over or whatever. Mm. Uh, the people that live in the circuit tend to really <laughs> fucking hate it. Yep, there's that old money now at Park. Yep. Yeah. I the, mean, if, if someone just showed them Airbnb, fuck, they'd love it again. <laughs> but the funny thing is, it's not even old money. Albert Park was a swamp about 20 years back. So, they, you know, they have done very fucking well. Out well of how the, dare they turn <laughs> their swamp into a gorgeous parkland? Yeah. I'd be pissed off too. I know, right? But uh, the reason it got turned into a gorgeous parkland is because old mate uh, Jeff Kennett decided, well, we can't have it have Melbourne looking shit house, so we're going to put all this uh, state money into that. But anyway, um, it was a pretty good race, actually, because normally the first of the season you end up with just a procession with a half uh, distance to go. Yeah. But this one, they had an extra point for the fastest lap. Yeah. And uh, despite uh, Toto Wolf, who's the manager of the um, Mercedes team, telling his drivers beforehand, if we're going first, second, or third, uh, we're not going for the fastest lap. Yep. Uh, both his drivers said, fuck you, we're going anyway. Wow, uh, which, I love that. Uh, and Valtteri Bottas last year uh, was famously <laughs> fucked in the ass quite a few times <laughs> by team orders, told to back off and whatnot. This time he's 20 seconds ahead, and uh, he said, I'm coming in for a pit stop. And they said, uh, Valtteri, uh, you're winning the race by 20 seconds. No, you're not. He's like, well, I'm going to go for the fastest lap. I want that point. <laughs> like, uh, Valtteri, no, you're not. He's like... Well, uh, I'm going for it. I can either cut, go for it on new tyres or on the old ones. And uh, sure enough, he had a fair crack at it too, and got it. Yep, had a good quote after the race too. Oh yeah, it was uh, saying, you know, congratulations, Valtteri. He's like, to whom it may concern, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a beard too, so this is, he's, he's badassed it up. Yeah, he's turning full Viking. It's great. I, say, I, I hear Conor McGregor's challenged him. <laughs> <laughs> Be good. Yeah, I reckon he's half a chance. Yeah. Um, I don't really have a highlight. Uh, besides, you know, the footy's coming up. Uh, I, I said before, last night all the footy shows really came back in earnest. Um, so I watched uh, Fox Sports News, followed by uh, the Footy Central, followed by AFL 360, followed by On the Couch. <laughs> and then they started again, and I watched them again. <laughs> I didn't enjoy any of them really, but I just enjoyed that it was back. Well, the the footy show, I guess, Mark 2? Starts. Mark 4 or 5? Yeah. <laughs> well, this is... Well, technically, it's not really even the footy show. Well, they, they just shouldn't call it the footy show. Like, Absolutely. I don't mind the lineup. Change, don't call it the footy show. Change the name. Yeah. It's, I mean, it was a like, chance to in, have a free yeah. hit. It's in your own best interest to do this. I don't like. I didn't like the footy show, but you're just uh, uh, um, adopting a trash brand. Yeah. It's fucking... Yeah, yeah whatever. But, I, I think nothing narrowly deserves better. My favourite. Is narrowly yeah. this? Narrowly yeah. 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 I've like said my favourite AFL journalist. Yep, because she calls out the shit when it happens. Yep, exactly. It's great to see. But she's uh, the only one on there I want to actually hear from. Exactly. Like, but I wanted, to, I wanted them yep. to succeed. So yeah. don't adopt fucking bullshit exactly. that you're going to get from the footy show. That's it, isn't it? We do want them to succeed because we want good shows yeah. out there to watch. Yeah. I, I, I don't like Limo on there. Like, he's... I, 
appreciate his footy tragic. I just don't think he adds much to the thing. I Brennan Favola's kind of the same boat. Yeah, oh, Fev's improved. He's better than when he was a player, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Limo was good on, remember before the before game, the game. on 10? Yeah. yeah. But he was also not the main he guy. He didn't carry the show. Yeah. Um, which I think helped him a little bit. And I, mean, I know he's a Hawthorne guy, but I'm just like, nah, whatever. Yeah. Who would you have running the show? Who do you reckon it's the best fit? Me. Uh, um, now can, you, can you swear? You want somebody with a little bit so. of, like, obviously they've got to have the footy knowledge, but a little bit of Larrick in it. Yeah. Um, about him as well. So Dane Swan then. Swanny, I mean, you'd have Swanny on every single week. Yeah. Um, although, you know, you'd have to have the, the dump button. Yeah. Um, good. <laughs> I don't know. I'll think of somebody by the end of the show. You, you I need to blend. It's like a, a regular footy team. You need to blend. Like, remember the original one where you had uh, Dougie Hawkins as the comic relief? <laughs> uh, unintentional half the time. Um, so maybe get Kappa in there. Get, get him on. Um, you'd have to make sure you had a dump button for that one just because you'd probably get his dick out or some shit. But yeah, I don't think I'd have Kappa at all. Yeah, I think we can leave him in the past. I, 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 I don't even want to put it out there as a joke. Yeah. <laughs> it manifests. Yeah, he could actually listen to this and be like, fucking right, we've got a fan base. Let's make this happen. He'll just email Sam Newman. <laughs> I did tell you I saw him at Bunnings. Sam Newman, yeah. No, uh, Kappa, funnily enough. The Kappa. Yeah. Um, I've seen him at corporate events. He's fucking raw. He's a big lad, too. You don't realise how, no. how uh, large he is. One thing I do like, though, he has zero fucks to give. Yeah, like, yeah. what does he care? He's, uh, I remember seeing it at a corporate event where he's insulting this woman who was uh, pretty hype in one of the banks. I think it might have been ANZ. And he made some off-colour joke, and she's there just not laughing at all. And he's like, she's got her arms crossed, and he's like, come on, vinegar tits, let them out. They'll go stale if you keep them held up. And the blokes around her who are like her offsiders or whatever are trying to stifle a laugh because they're yeah. looking at her, and she is fucking fuming. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he kept on. I don't think he's been assassinated just yet, so she can't have been too high up. He probably has, he just hasn't realised it. Yeah. It's very likely for him. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the footy then. Um, if you are following along and you're looking for you know, the last few uh, season previews for the teams, we will do them. We just run out a little bit of time. Yeah, a few technical issues, <laughs> uh, a few time issues. Well, we actually a few planned health on, issues. Well, well, the last one, we were almost preempting the announcement of a Twilight Grand Final, so we set up a Twilight podcast. <laughs> Uh, grand final didn't happen neither the podcast because we forgot one of the chords yeah. such is life and the mosquitoes yeah. Yeah. sadly not the first time we can claim that it's yeah. happened yeah. we actually have two of those chords and both of them are left <laughs> at the one place <laughs> such is life yeah. um, so we'll get into the footy um, and I think because we haven't got a round to review um, I'm not reviewing JLT that's just a waste of time Yeah. Um, we can go straight in and have a little bit uh, more talk about the, the games I think uh, I, I think there has been obviously some news with some of the matches and whatnot, but how much of a preseason do we see players just drop like flies? There's been a little bit of injuries. Um, There's been a few loose units too. I think. Well, every team I would say has had a loose unit. I was about to say the exact opposite. I thought we've been pretty um, scandal free. Yeah, and you got Tom Scully. <laughs> yeah, he's no Jack Watts. This is very true. Very true. I mean, we. I think Tiger's been scandal free. Yeah, what, what's our scandal? Like have, our supporters, not so much. Uh, they've been in the news, but yeah, well, that happens. Yeah, you know, court cases got to come up every now and then. Yeah, like their parents were Melbourne supporters, so they're hooked up. Yeah. I think earlier in the preseason, you had that shit come out with the um, the medal from last year or the year before the Brownlow. Nah, no, nah, the premiership medal and the stripper and yeah, that sexual was harassment. twelve yeah. months ago. Yeah, yeah, that was a while no, ago. No, no, but it, I it, it that. flared up again because the court Did case it? was on. Uh, Did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't hear about it. Didn't didn't know that at all. What happened? I had no idea. I can't remember. I think someone was bribing someone with the pictures. Don't know. 
radio. Anyway, yeah, been pretty scandal free <laughs> over the yeah. summer. It was the same bird that was bribing bribing Dane Swan. Well, how do you bribe Dane Swan? Like yeah, he's going to give a fuck. It is tattooed dick out in a picture. Oh, uh-huh. okay, yeah, that came up. But I, don't yeah. know, I feel like Swanee okay. would do that on request. That's so probably not much to. I'll, I'll give oh, you another yeah. go. Scandal free. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, pretty I remember, much. Remember that one because they asked him about, it and he's like, "She said, pay me X amount of dollars, or I'm going to put the photo." I was like, "Fuck it, put the photo out. I don't care." Yeah, like it's kind of hard to to blackmail a dude who's just oh, fuck it. Who's, who's paid someone to tattoo his dick? Yeah, uh, pretty sure he doesn't care if people see it. I mean, to be honest, I don't know if he's got tattooed. I, dick know, or not, I but... don't know if someone who tattoos dick and goes, "This one's for me." I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just going to assume he has tattooed long. You could have stopped it tattooed his dick right yeah. there, to be honest. Um, but anyway, all right, Carlton versus Richmond on uh, Thursday night, the start to the season. Um, I think this is I counted today season 123. Is it really? For the AFL. Yeah, I just thought, don't know why. I thought that was interesting. Fair enough. Um, Carlton, look, uh, no teams really? have been named yet. Yeah. Um, but uh, Carlton look like they're going to uh, name the number one pick, Sam Walsh. Yep. He's likely to come into play. Mm. Um, and on the Richmond side of things, oh, Jackie Boy had a baby on the weekend. Did he really? Um, but uh, all the focus has been on Tom Lynch. I reckon he's not going to play. No, nah, he's not going to play for sure. They'd be silly to put him out there round one. No need to. Against Carlton. Yeah, exactly. I do love that Carlton have um, hit 50 grand, 50,000 members, and it, apparently it's the record for this time of se- the season. For them, yeah. Um, and, you know, good on them. I really want to know how many of those supporters took up the uh, guaranteed finals <laughs> ticket option. Because yeah. that's some fucking optimism I can use. Yeah. Um, you, you are super fucking keen. <laughs> Actually, speaking of memberships, I was listening to SDN on the way to do this podcast, yeah. and it was the Melbourne Storm show. And I was saying you can get a a, a four game membership with the reserves with the seat for hundred bucks for the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, that's fucking expensive. Twenty five bucks a ticket. Yeah, and like it's you know small, pretty. pretty I guess I'm pretty sure I can walk up and get one for twenty. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. And this is on yeah. directly after the footy at the G. In which case, you know. You, you might have to line up to get a hot dog. I was going to say, usually they're pretty good. Um, you know, I think they've done tie-ins with Collingwood before. Where yeah. you got your Collingwood ticket, get in for five bucks and yeah. stuff like that. It's smart. Yeah, like, sure. And vice versa too. Because yeah. realistically in Melbourne, you don't have to pick one or the other. No, exactly. No. People will follow both. Yeah. Uh, or, or four or uh, teams, whatever's going on. Yeah. Um, so how do we see Carlton lining up this year? Um In this one. I think they'll put on a better show than they have the last couple. Well, I think the last couple of years they've come out of the gates pretty well. Like yeah. the first yeah. uh, first half, they've looked like a proper team and everyone gets excited. And then the second half of both the last two games, they've been pretty ordinary. Back, I think back to, to normal, say. yeah. Well, they kicked the first five goals last year. Yep. Yeah. Um, Still looked, didn't believe they are going to win, though. <laughs> no, no <laughs> Charlie, you never did. Charlie Kernow looked like he was doing all right. Yep. Um, but yeah, you're right. We were there and we were like, yeah, it's only five. Yeah, yeah. first five goals. A lot of the sports better still going, yeah, no, we're only, we're only paying a dollar fifty for the win. People are like, cash out, cash out. <laughs> not happening. Uh, but it's probably a really nice night as well. It's still 30 degrees all week in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be perfect weather for footy. Uh, obviously, I think the Tigers will get over the top. But Carlton, their goals aren't going to be, well, I mean, you set goals and you yeah. hope you get there. But they're not looking at finals and they're looking at particular performances out of players just to see what they've got to, to play with. So I'm not surprised they're playing uh, Walsh in the first game. Expose him, you know, chuck him in the deep end for a game, see how he goes. Somebody this week, I can't remember who it was, um, said that Sam Walsh, he looks AFL ready. Like, yeah. he's ready to go. In the JLT, like I said, take it or leave it, but yeah. he looked like an AFL football already. Um, somebody said he is the most AFL ready um, first year recruit since Chris Judd. Right. Um, a big fucking call. Yeah. Um, but I think 
I think, too, though, a lot of those guys, as we've said with the NBA before, it's not that uh, AFL-ready round one that you want from those guys. You want them to be able to get six, seven games in a row. Yeah. Mm. And that's where the experience and the old man body, if you like, or the mature male, uh, mature man body yeah. comes in. There's not many first-year players that play round one and are still playing you know, 22 games later mm. um, in I'll, their first season. Very, very I'd few. suggest it to be practically nil these days in the modern era yeah yeah. yeah. i can only think of a couple and they were you know that's over the last since 2008 Hmm. over 11 years um but yeah i look at the carlton team more and more and i i I see there is a a champion team there they're just two or three years off it yeah Yeah. um they've Hmm. got some absolute stars all over the ground yeah and picked up mcgovern as well which i think fills in a massive hole for them brackets as they say that afl.com.au said was his nickname yeah okay (laughs) Because he wears number 11, oh, yeah. and they reckon he's pretty bulky, so it looks like brackets. <laughs> I did like that. It was the only funny nickname in that list. Yeah. It's worth... Yeah, I did see the Gold Coast one. It's like, oh, we got Kingy, we got Ranks for Ranky. It's like, yeah, you guys aren't <laughs> fucking imaginative, no, are you? Who was it, though? It might have been Jared Witts. He goes, it's pretty embarrassing, actually. They're yeah. pretty crap. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you know, mate. As long as you know. Uh, so, yeah, I think that their goals... Um, like, especially in the governor, where do you think they're going to play him? Everywhere. I think they've got ability for him to have freedom to play where they need to slot him in as opposed to being the stuck yeah. forward. You know, he could, you know it, he's going to play half back, half forward, and probably yeah. on the wing as well. Yeah. Um, but, he, he does move pretty well. Yeah. And I think that also allows Charlie Kerno to get some attention off him as well. Yeah. Because um, obviously, once he uh, showed his talent, opposition teams put a lot more um, sort of dedication into shutting him down. But with a two-pronged attack like that, it really gives puts a bit of pressure off of him and yeah. opens up their forward line a lot more. Uh, with a midfield that can run through there as well, as long as they can stay healthy. Yeah, Murph's uh, 250 game um, this wow. one as well. Um, something very interesting as well, uh, I think it might have been on AFL 360 last night, they were saying, you know, he's a champion player, number one draft pick, captain of the club. Um, he's no longer captain this year, but game number 250. But he's not a Carlton all-time great because Carlton all-time grapes have flags. Yeah. You know, and he's hardly played a final. Um, which is just a bit, bit sad for his career, but, I mean, that's the lot you go in for. It is. And, well, when they've... I mean, Carlton have won, what, 15 flags? 16. Over, 16 yeah. over the journey, um, which is equal top. Yep. Yep. Not one since the salary cap was brought in. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Never mind. But these are the periods that you try and forget as a supporter as well, so yeah. that doesn't bode well for your, you know, accreditations for getting like uh, said, awards. Yeah, there's green shoots there for Carlton, I think, but yeah. uh, not this week. No. Yeah, no, I'm seeing Richmond by a good four or five goals. And it, it could be that they line up on the three-quarter time equal, uh, but that's going to end up in better five-goal margin. I'm betting that Richmond put the queue in the rack at three-quarter time. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> yeah, I, I reckon it would be yeah, four or five goals. Sounds about right. Um, so we got our tickets to this game. And I was saying earlier on, I think this is about the sixth or seventh year in a row we've attended uh, round one yep. at... Um, at the MCG, it's uh, it's been great. I've I've really enjoyed it. So even when Carl, uh, the games were shit house, yeah. The Benny Cousins' first game in Richmond Colours was the first time we went. Yeah. So however long ago was that? Um. All right. Friday night. Um. We've got Collingwood and Geelong at the MCG as well. Um. Collingwood coming off their grand final loss, but they've only got better in the off season. To be honest. Yeah. 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 Um. It's yeah. It's going to be an interesting one because Geelong, although they look like they've improved on paper, that hasn't seemed to translate for their on-field performances over yeah. the last year. Whereas Collingwood, they seem to have gone downhill on paper with injuries, but those players that have come through have stepped up and made them uh, 
not a B team, but the A team. And now the other players come back from injury, have to earn their spot again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how they match up. And obviously from the Collingwood side of things, you want to get first use of the ball, put that pressure on Geelong, exactly like they did to Richmond in the uh, prelim finals, or semifinals, whatever, and then have them on the back foot because that scored pressure with the MCG crowd will be massive for Collingwood on a Friday we're, night. We've still got 48 hours for Collingwood to manufacture an off-field indiscretion. Um, so I think there's going to be one. Um, but even even if someone decides they're going to, I don't know, draft Fraser Anning, I still think that Collingwood are going to have this pretty handy. Looking at this is a fantastic midfield battle. You've got Dangerfield, um, uh, Selwood, mm. uh, Duncan on one side, and then you've got Beams, Sidebottom, Trelaw, yeah. um, and Pendlebury on yeah. the other. Like, there's some fucking quality in that bit. Exactly. <laughs> that center square it could come down to, to a ruck battle, really. I think it will. And the 666 suits Grundy to a T. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's going to be interesting against uh, Radicalia if he plays as well because mm. he's an absolute athletic beast. Um, whereas Grundy is a good footballer. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Blitzass is an athletic uh, dynamo as well. I reckon he might line up in the back line though. Yeah, well, I mean, he hasn't made an awesome ruckman of himself. He's been super handy. Uh, he's, he's more of a ruck rover. He's a utility he's player. They try to play. He won a best and fairest or two as a ruck rover, and last year he won best and fairest as full back. Yeah. So, I mean, that's some versatility for a big bloke. But, yeah, I reckon they're keen to keep him out of the ruck. Um, so it might only be as a necessity. Um, well, yeah, certainly that's what they want. Yeah. yeah, and with the, you know, um, inside the arcs, uh, yeah. back setup, forward setup as well, it'll probably suit him a bit more. Because um, his 10-meter sprint's pretty awesome. Yeah, well, I was going to say, was he a hurdler or a sprinter when he, before he... I think he was a hurdler. That's the yeah, background yeah. they always harp yeah. on about with yeah. him. Um, so your results? Uh, I've got Collingwood getting ahead on this one. I think they're going to get off to a flying start to the season. Um, Geelong, I still think they're trying to feel out how they actually set up yep. properly. I wouldn't be surprised to see Ablett go forward. Um, I think they've got some other young kids that can run through the midfield and just open up a different avenue of game plan for them, especially against Collingwood. Um, but I feel like it's going to come down to a ruck battle. And when you've got Cox and you've got you know too much too much height on, mm. on Collingwood's side, I think they'll get get ahead. Well, the question you're always asking when you're in Geelong is, where's the speed coming from? Um, yeah. No, they, yeah. Christensen went up to um, Brisbane. Yeah, yeah. But, um, <clears throat> yeah. And this time there's no van involved. But, um, no, I, I just think Collingwood had too much pace. And I think uh, the new 666 format will reward pace along the wings. And their back line's going to have too much of it. Their rebounding will just destroy Geelong. It'd be interesting to see how good uh, Mason Cox's marking is because um, he had a great September last year. And yep. He has that form. Oh, my God. It's tough. He comes out yeah, to hack a shack. It's going to be the <laughs> Yeah, it could be too. Method. Well, it's hard to match up on him too. He's a fucking unit. Yeah. He's 6'11". Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's a good so, skill to have being 6'11". Uh, yeah. I think that's uh, three Collingwoods there for us. Yeah. Uh, Melbourne and Port Adelaide, also at the MCG. So the first three games of the year at the MCG. There you go. Yeah. Melbourne-Port. Um, interesting battle. 
Well, I feel like Jack Watt's going to get the biggest ovation when he comes to the crowd just because he's not fucking in a Melbourne uniform. Can you imagine the crowd just, uh, you know, all the women stand up, flash their tits, and he's just like, that's what I'm here for, ladies. If there's not some uh, supporters in there with snorkels and goggles yeah. on, I'll yeah. be very disappointed. Yeah. Oh, it's almost worth going, but it's not. Um, yeah, I mean, and Melbourne have gotten better in the off-season. I thought they were a very talented list at the end of last year. Yeah. Even better now. And it's just tough to see how Port are going to pull their shit together and get across the line in the MCG. Um, I was uh, watching the news today in uh, Hinkley at his interview. They're playing 11 different players than they played in round 23 last year. Yep. Um, I think about six are playing their first game for Port and a couple of debutantes their their first rounds. Um, and Hinkley said something that uh, really got me. He goes, uh, Melbourne, help, help. Melbourne have got no idea what we're going to do because we don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. This sounds like That's the Melbourne. Not a good sign. This sounds like the Melbourne approach from like six years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, uh, when I heard that, I just went, "Oh, that's that's it's not good. That's not good at all." I know he's he's saying it flippantly, and he's saying, yeah. you know, yeah, but, cheek, when, but when the bloke who's supposed to Jesus. know what everyone's going to do says we don't know what we're going to do, um, it's a bit concerning. I, I, and I, let's be honest, Koshy isn't known for his level-headed approach to anything. No, he he may react to that. Yeah, and it's not that he doesn't have a plan. It's just when there's that many young kids. You know what you want them to do, but what they actually do could be anything. <laughs> could be anything. Um, I've got a feeling Melbourne's going to put a bit of hurt on here. Yeah, I feel like that too. Because no Ollie Wines as well. His shoulder's still fucked. Yep. Um, no Chad Wingard. Cause he, he doesn't play for him anymore. Um, no Pollock, no Pittard. I mean, they won't miss Pittard so much, but uh, <laughs> Pollock was their best 22. And the guys they've gotten in, you know, decent quality. But young, um, young. they're a good except for Lysette. Except for Lysette. Yeah. Lysette's a big um, inclusion for them. Um, yeah. Paddy Ryder um, injured his uh, cheekbone during the week, so he's going to be wearing a helmet. Oh, it's about that uh, time. This game. Yeah, it's about time for an injury. Yeah. So. Um, look, I think Melbourne by 60. Yeah, yeah, I've got Melbourne by plenty. Yeah, I, I, yeah 60's probably at the upper edge. Oh. I'd say probably 50, but... It's going to be big. But it's big. It's big regardless. Yeah. Uh, I, I just honestly don't see where Port's goal is going to come from. Uh, Crows and Hawthorne over at Adelaide Oval. Um, can you put your collective minds together on this one? No, oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. It's early in. Early in. Get, get, the, get the cheap shots in there. This early. is the first one of the round I have to actually think about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, on paper, you say Adelaide have got um, uh, the better list at the minute and yep. the better injury list as well. Um, Hawks have won the last three at Adelaide Oval. Yeah. Adelaide. Um, Tex got married a week ago, so I feel like that might have had a fair bit of interruption. I'm sure it sure wasn't a sober wedding. <laughs> well, his, his buck show is probably still um, kicking so, on. So, yeah, I feel like they might be a bit underdone, but I think they'll still get across the line. I think Adelaide... Uh, at, so that's where Jesse Hogan's at, been. <laughs> at, at, at Adelaide. Um, start of the season. They've got a, a good list. Uh, they'll be looking to put the last couple of seasons behind them. Uh, I feel like, yeah, they'll get off to a winning start this one. Oh, I'm kind of keen on Adelaide too, but I think it's going to just come oh, down. I, I have no pleasure in saying Adelaide's going to win any no. game. But. <laughs> um, it's just going to depend on how they control Hawthorne's flair. Um, I think Adelaide just by maybe two goals. Yeah, I think it's going to be a slow start for the year for the Hawks. Um, they've still got too many of their best 22 under injury clouds and um, aren't playing. Um, I reckon they're just going to slowly wind into the season and it might not be round one where they post their first win. Yeah. Uh, the first AFL game at Marvel Stadium is the Bulldogs hosting the Swannies on Saturday night. See, I find this a tricky one too because the Bulldogs do play Marvel very well. 
Um, and Sydney tend to not like Marvel so much, except for Buddy. He tends to enjoy the lack of wind. And yeah, I'm going to upset well, you there because I've got a feeling they're undefeated at Marvel last year. Sydney, I'm calling yeah. you a liar. Um, I feel like the Bulldogs, they've got that myth of being good at, at Eddie Had slash Marvel, but that was like two years ago, three years yeah. ago. With all good two yeah. years, three it, years. This, yeah. We're working on the champion data theory that you take the last three years and then throw out three games or something like that. Oh, well, he's making stats up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, champion data light. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Bulldogs, it's just you don't know what they're going to do, but I don't feel like it's going to be good. I feel like they've lost a lot on the season. A uh, bit of a shambles. But they have had a quiet time in regards to controversy, I think. The only controversy has been who's leaving. Um, but that's hardly surprising considering uh, all the off-field rumblings and, and whatnot. But I think the Swans will be too good. Um, they've got lots of youth coming through that I think can match the speed of Western Bulldogs um, and that maturity to be able to ice a game when they get a little bit in front and you sort of starve uh, the Bulldogs a chance to make a comeback. Three and two, they went at Marvel Stadium last year. The Swans. Oh, so they weren't undefeated. No, yeah. they lost right. two. Um, <laughs> There's our champion data stats again. <laughs> yeah. But what are they doing playing Richmond at Marvel Stadium, really? Uh, contract good, details. Good yeah. um, I, I think Sydney are going to have a surprising amount of pace out of the back line. I mean, like you've got uh, Elia Elia is going to be fit for it. And um, right. uh, Rongi, I think it, he's coming at the forward line, but he sometimes yep. switches back to halfback. Really? Yeah, is going to play Ruck. Right. He'll play Ruck. I guarantee it. I think he's going to be pretty dangerous. I mean, obviously he was massive in um, a couple of Sydney wins at Marble last year. Yeah. I, I think he's going to be probably the difference. Uh, he's just too athletic. I, I think the Swans are gearing up. I think they've got a few um, issues in the middle of the ground a little bit. Uh, a little bit older than they're now. Yeah. But um, Buddy's going to play because he's a freak. He gets over injuries. Yeah, Buddy, Heaney, Menzel... Ronky up forward. That's a goddamn potent Huge. forward line. Yep. Well, you've got power in the air, speed on the ground, yeah. and a lot of their guys are very, very good at the one-touch pickups, yep. especially on yeah. a on a stadium that won't get that dewy. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, I'm not I'm not saying the Bulldogs have no chance, but uh, fuck uh, me, they wouldn't yeah. want to miss too many goals. I'm on the Suns. Uh, sorry, the, the Swans. <laughs> <laughs> that is a big call. <laughs> well, I might be on the Suns later on. Um, yeah, you know. Lions and the Eagles up the at the Gabba. Gabba. Uh, Lions had a bit of fun in the off-season with their sponsors, but anyway. They did. They had a good end to the last last half of last year, or last you know third or whatever. Um, interesting to see how they carry that form on. Um, and also, the myth of the Premiership hangover. Um, I don't believe like it's a hangover from off-season party or whatever. I think there's just that relief from the effort it takes to actually win a flag. Yeah. And once you've got there, there is a drop in motivation uh, the next time around because... It must be mentally exhausting to be able to put together, you know, a challenge for the championship. I think too travelling for the first round as the reigning premiers, you're probably feeling like this is still part of the JLT because you haven't yeah. you haven't raised your flag yet. So you do that the first home game. They're all queued up for that. that. That's the game they don't want to miss. I mean, they go zero and one round one against Brisbane. They don't give a shit. Yeah, well, and I think travelling round one's kind of easier because you're not tired yet. They've got, obviously the season yeah. hasn't started. You know, you're still fresh and well, they've still been yeah. there since schoolies. Yeah, maybe a few of them. Um, Brisbane play really well at home, especially early on in the season when their younger lads are um, uh, allowed still, out after 10 p.m. Still a little bit fresh, um, so I think they might put up a show for the first half. But it, it's hard to back against the Eagles. I think Brisbane are probably the big improvers this season, and I reckon honestly they'll give finals a shake. But you'd be mad 
to tip against the reigning premiers for a team that finished what sixteenth. Uh, I'm mad. Yeah. Going to Brisbane. Going yeah. yeah. Brisbane. Yeah, I reckon they're going nice to get up. There's, there's a value bet there. Yeah, because I think all the reasons why you feel like West Coast will travel well with young kids, you know, uh, whatever yeah, works just as well for Brisbane knows as well. Traveling with kids is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> works just as well for Brisbane as well. I feel like they have this confidence. Um, I think they've really bought into the system that's been introduced into yeah. Brisbane. They've got confidence in, in their, their strategy, their game plan, and they're excited to go out there and play. And even with the restriction on the runners that um, all the coaches have been going on about, and I know mm. Hodgie was very critical of it as well. Yeah. However, Brisbane are going to be one of the best teams equipped yeah. for it because I know they have Hodgie. I don't know yeah. why the fuck he's going against it. That's the best thing that ever happened uh, to him. Especially for him, but he does take the wider football view, mm. um, which uh, might surprise a few people. Nah, I'm shocked. That's my shocked face. <laughs> yeah, that's that's another word for surprise. We'll go with that. Um, St Kilda and Gold Coast at Marvel Stadium on Sunday. I am going the Suns. I, I, don't, I can't see St Kilda um, challenging anybody this year, but um, every time they turn around, they have another player injured. Yeah, it's very true. Very true. Yeah. I, I think the um, the only bloke who's got a, a safe job there is probably Stewie Jew, just because it's still too soon to get rid of him and no one else is queuing up for his gig. Whereas uh, St Kilda have got... Rat and wet in the wings. <laughs> and, One of uh, the worst appointments they could have done to, to yeah, install. Yeah, for Richo. Yeah. Um, however, the way that they recruited in the off-season, it does say, we're not playing finals this year. Yeah. It's okay, yeah. mate. So if they end up with two wins and the wooden spoon, which I fully expect they will, um, you, you kind of go, yeah, but that's what you set out to do, really, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, the part where they're trying to get uh, Paul Roos as the other assistant coach, I thought was a bit cheeky too. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, I'm... I'm with you. I'm not going to be tipping Gold Coast a lot this season, but they've got some kids that I really want to watch, and I think they could just be that unpredictable surprise package with a shit ton of speed and enthusiasm. They can do it in round one. Yeah, yeah. Robert has done for the season, right? Yes, he's done. Uh, yes, he's pulled out for the yeah, entire season. Whole season. That's that's a massive loss for yeah, St Kilda. It is. He was one that was yeah important in their transition play. Um, it's uh, I'm still I'm still struggling to talk myself into the Suns, so I think I'm going to go for the Saints, but not for a particular reason. Just um, surely got to have some sort of pride. And one win. of these teams has to win, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a draw is an option, but yeah, no, I think um, Saints will just be able to get it across the line at home. You, you would hope. Giants are hosting Essendon, so uh, Dylan Shield gets Ooh. a return to his uh, old club in round one. Mm. Yeah, there'll be three thousand really angry fans uh, getting stuck into him. Just about match of the round, this one, too, yeah. I reckon. Yep. Honestly, yeah, I reckon it is. Um, both teams play fucking great footy when they're on. When they're on. Yeah, and GWS play their best footy during the, the main regular season, so <laughs> uh, uh, they're favourites, but I feel like Essen's going to go up there and put it to them. Um, yeah, I feel like Essen will get it across the line. Uh, just on brute force, I feel like they're going to go up there and, and really want to prove a point. Um, they establish themselves as top four contenders straight off the bat. And I think they'll go, they'll go up there with a head full of steam, um, a lot of solidarity, and yeah, really put the pressure on GWS. Mumford got cleared, didn't he, from the uh, JLT? No. Uh, yeah, yeah, but he's still got his club suspension. So he's not playing round one. Ah, balls. Um, I, I would have gone for GWS if they had him in there, but um, I can't have to go Essendon, I guess. Uh, well, the, um, Although Essendon have had their own injury concerns, haven't they? Uh, they may do. Who have you heard? Uh, they're backman. Fuckface. Um, Hooker or Hurley? Fuckface. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I don't yeah. know. Hooker or Hurley. Okay, we'll go with that. Um, I think it was both of them I heard. Was <laughs> like, a, there was a cloud. Fuckface sounds like a hooker. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Essendon are actually not the favourites in this one, but I reckon there might be an upset. I, I'm, on, I'm on Essendon. I've gone heavy on them this year. 
I think they're going to go. Yeah, down. hurts too. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Um, and finally, uh, Fremantle uh, hosting North Melbourne. I think uh, 24 hours ago, I was thinking Freo are the ones to go here. It's silly, isn't it? But 24 hours might have changed my opinion too. Yeah. Um, um, and also, a, a few months back when we were doing the ladder predictions, I had North as losing this one. Because I thought, you know, the Magic Door incident and everything, team's going to be, you know, pretty pretty low. Morale's going to be in the in the toilet and whatnot. But in the last week, we saw uh, the whole team get around Magic to do his first ever, or first run <laughs> of the season. Uh, probably the first time he's been on a treadmill too, judging by his pin legs. Yep. Bloody skip leg day bloke. Uh, and the, the whole team was just up and about and really getting into supporting him. And on the flip side, we've seen Jesse Hogan come down with some uh, mental concerns. Yep. That also involved getting munted. Getting, yeah, it's, it's called a come down. Yeah, <laughs> getting a little intoxicated and turning up to training a bit fucked up and late, and uh, is now under a club-imposed suspension. I tell you what, it was only I don't know seven or eight, maybe ten years ago, where uh, Hawthorne used to dump all their um, outcasts and troublemakers over to North Melbourne, and North Melbourne lapped them all up. Um, Melbourne have really established that relationship with Freo. <laughs> God damn, they've done well. well. There were comparisons between the uh, the Jesse Hogan to Freo and the Jonathan Hay to North Melbourne, and or, or even Colin Sylvia to uh, yeah. you know yeah. the late Colin Sylvia to uh, to Freo as well. They're not uh, not undeserved to be honest. I mean, no. talented player. No one's uh, no one's ever going to argue that point. And he wanted to go home. Got home and. Uh, when they filed the trade paperwork under here, he's your problem now. I think <laughs> you can see where Melbourne are thinking. I mean, they um, did, on this. did pay for his cab ride to the airport and the plane ride itself. Um, oh, being honest, I do hope he comes back and plays well, but it, the North Melbourne supporter in me is uh, not entirely disappointed that he won't be playing this game. As harsh as it is, yes. Yeah, yes. Because yeah. The football is, side of it is... Okay. They still have a couple of very tall forwards that we will struggle to match up on, but... He is probably the most dangerous one. This could be the first sign that uh, the season isn't going to go the way that Frio thought it was. Well, well I mean, nine years in a row. Yeah, there's <laughs> been quite a few of those in a row. Pretty much every season, Ross Lyon's been there, I think. Yeah, poor bastard. Isn't that a shame? All right, um, that'll do us. That's going to be round one, so we can come back next week and see uh, how our predictions went. Yep, yep. 100 for 100, right. 100 I say. Bye-bye. Peace. Bye. 